relish in that opportunity no and, way. Ac- and acquire uh-uh. some of those some of those no, agents. No way. Hey, that's my prediction. EXP and Compass could not be different brands. And like I there agree, could I, not I, be I, different I, models. Welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. Today we're going to go through our 2022 top five predictions that we made last year. Dang. And we're going to see how right we were or wrong we were. Well, hold yeah. on. Before we <laughs> jump into that, can you guys believe that it's already the end of 2022? Uh, we say I'm, that every year. I'm not going to lie. It <laughs> seems like just I can't, a, it's been a, rough a year. few seconds ago <laughs> that we were making the predictions of 2022. And the Tampa was going to be the hottest market, and everything was, you know, amazing, and you know, all was still right in the world because interest rates were two percent. <laughs> Tampa's kind of still the hottest market. I know right it now. is, but things are still amazing, Elliot. In in Florida, the markets actually still seem to be doing. You got running decent. water. I have a toilet, a shower. <laughs> the sky has completely bed. fallen. Yes, there is no negative other than what you create in your own brain. Oh, you can all philosophical. Yes. All right. Well. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. So we made five predictions last year. What was the number one prediction? Wait, were all of them wrong? And at least probably. No, no, let's, probably let's, no. No, no, not all no. of them are wrong. I think uh, we went. I think we went like two for two for five. So let's hear it. What was, all right, what was the first one, one? There will be a broker for the land in the metaverse. Oh. Who even said that one? Was that Jay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think these were like collective predictions. Uh, we like all got on board with them. Well, maybe there is a broker. In the metaverse? Yeah. Have you Googled it? No. No. Yeah, Jay's all like, <laughs> maybe I was right. <laughs> let's let's do a little uh, R&D on this so real quick. Yes, we do. The it's metaverse The metaverse group. group here. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it came. No, it's <laughs> oh, legit. Are you serious? They have a website. They yeah. bring your brand into the metaverse. I guess so, so that's kind of, a, kind of a, an actually a, a realized prediction. All right. Who's got number two? Want me to read it off? Yeah, go for Zillow it. Zillow will make a comeback in the cash offer capacity in some way. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, we got that one right. We are. We definitely won that one. So let's let's explore that one because I don't think it's actually been talked about that much. And I realize it's because it still hasn't, uh, you know, consummated, taken taken place yet. Um, they, those of you that don't know that are listening, Zillow has a, uh, a partnership that they are doing with open door. So they are going to start displaying open doors, instant cash offer solution to buy your home on Zillow. So I believe how it's supposed to work is you'll be able to Zillow, get a Zestimate on your house and you will have the get an instant cash offer button on your home. And that offer will be furbished to you. But do we Fine. really know that that's, what, that's what's going to happen? Because it hasn't know. happened yet. And yep. I don't and, know. And like Redfin came in after the Open Door and Zillow partnership uh-huh. and said they were going to be doing the same thing with, with Open Door. And they executed it right away. And all of a sudden, you know, it was Redfin, like right you, have, away. you have the Open Door offer. So why isn't Zillow, you, you say consummate, why, has it, why hasn't <laughs> consummated yet? Is it, is this, is Wrong it, choice of words there, Has Elliot? it spoiled maybe? Oh, and we haven't maybe. heard about it yet? Maybe. Maybe that's my prediction maybe, for 2023 maybe, ooh, is that's actually spoiled a, that's, and maybe that's open a good door one. Maybe, is not uh, going to be partnered with zillow maybe the eric okay. Wu fallout um didn't sit so well with rich barton yeah, i don't know I, it just seemed it seems weird that they're not they're not doing anything yet mm-hmm. you know, they came out hot and heavy that they were going to be partnering 
and then nothing happened. And that was like, in what August? Crickets. You had the crickets yep. thing. I believe it was yep. in it's August. Been, it's been a, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely enough that you would there think you that they would be implemented There's by the now. crickets. Yeah, for sure. Well, Zillow came out uh, with recent news that they acquired a media company, BRX or something like that, media company. And so they're really trying to streamline adding that to showing time and maybe building out more of a seller suite so that sellers could potentially list their home easily and better on the Zillow make me move. That could be a prediction that we talk about too is all of these individualized platforms starting to really sell and move and is there going to be more of an emergence an opportunity for the sellers to sell their house themselves without an agent. It's it's sure a push. It sure is. It definitely is. But also, I think that part of that prediction for Zillow entering back into the iBuying and power buying space, they are coming back as a power buyer. Uh-huh. We've seen that. Uh-huh. And again, not implemented yet. <laughs> but I think it. it's too good of an opportunity for them to pass up on. Okay, number three predictions revisited. CoStar will continue to make splashes and residential real estate. Okay, so that's happening. Definitely. That is definitely happening, CoStar and Homes.com, and many say that Zillow's recent acquisition of the media company was to kind of combat, combat what might, to be, might come with the CoStar and Homes.com kind of partnership, so. I heard another um, prediction that CoStar will buy Matterport. Ooh, I haven't heard that. Team. Let's give, uh, and there again, I think, um, you know, most of our listener base is obviously uh, agents, lenders, title, et cetera. And I think that the power of CoStar sometimes in our industry is is like overlooked, right? I feel like a lot of times people- The only ones don't... making money. You see their, yeah. their, their uh, third quarter, they they blew it out of the water. Did they crush it? I, they I didn't crush it. And then, um, and then, they, then they cut like 100 employees. <laughs> Just to be safe. Just to be safe, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like their their worth as a company is far beyond like a Zillow, far beyond uh, Open Doors. You yeah, know, it's like it, ten it, times. It, yeah, I, it, that's what I'm saying is I just feel like that the industry in general does not realize who the true 800 pound gorilla is, and it, a lot of work and you know a lot of context. It is CoStar. So I don't know. Little tidbit for you. Okay, number four, Amazon. Okay. Amazon will jump back into real estate space in 2022. Eh. That's a, that's a, eh. That is a flop. That did not happen. Did not happen. Well, I'll tell you what's providing an Amazon-like experience. Zudelio. That's right. Get a menu With of options. Menu of yeah, options. experiment, bro. Enable you or an ex- accept an offer right from menu. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> All right. And number five, Open Door will come out with a product named Exclusives. We got that one right. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that was pretty good. <laughs> What was five? Just kidding, just kidding. iBuyer market share will grow to 5% on the national as a whole, I believe, just for context, right? Because it definitely going to still probably be that. Maybe in some markets, it might be at 5%. But as a whole, on a national level, that's a eh. So last year, it was one of their best performing years in 2021. And as a market, as a whole, I think it was like 1.8%, 1.9%, somewhere right in there. And they crushed it in certain, you know, certain markets. So that's a eh. in twenty twenty two. What was it? I think was it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a little bit over two percent. I mean, it's still too soon to tell. The year's yeah. not over yet. True. However. Yep. Yep. So I mean, hmm. There's a, a lot of shifts. So what? What are like? 
now that we're going to have an opportunity to look at the year and rewind, what are some things that, that happened that we just didn't see? Uh, Open Door lost a billion dollars in one quarter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that happening. We didn't see that coming. No, we didn't see that coming, but we didn't see the, the interest rates coming from 3% or under 3% to you know over 6 They literally doubled. Over 7 Actually, didn't it yeah. go to seven? It hit 7 right? It did hit 7 Yeah, so it, it, it went it went further than doubled. Uh-huh. Almost tripled. I did not see Eric Wu get in the boot. But I'm did still he, shocked But did he that. get the boot? I don't know if you were actually at the boot. Oh, you think he voluntarily stepped down to president of Marketplace? <laughs> I do <Well>, I, <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. But I don't know if it was, you know, it's obviously because. I mean, come felt, on, right felt, after losing a billion felt that dollars in quarter to, three. To, to get the, um, the investors feeling good about it again. Huh. There's a thought. There's a thought. I didn't see inflation. As, I, knew we, I knew it was coming, but as fast as it hit, as wide as it hit, I didn't see it. So Ray Dalio has been preaching about yeah. any time the, the central bank prints the insane amount of money that it printed during uh-huh. the pandemic. He talked about any time central banks print money that you're going to see inflation. He's been preaching this like loud and proud all over. And we didn't see it coming. Well, I'm not going to say I didn't see inflation coming, but the rate at where like, I mean, at times, I mean, and this is obviously just a micro, <clears throat> a micro product, but I mean, you had eggs that were up 100%, 150%, right? Like little things like that. I didn't see that. Like, I mean, you know that inflation is going to hit, um, especially when they were candidly giving away free money and, and, and encouraging people to uh, almost not work or work from home, those types of things, like you said, where there was a, a false infusement of, of capital in, in an economy. Well, so, it, yes, it, wasn't it, it did it, Inflation that. was transitory, right? Transitory. And <laughs> that... That was, and that now, was a it's load of shit. <laughs> now it's runaway. Now it's runaway. Now transitory inflation. Uh, oh, I love economist talk. We should get an economist on. I think it would be that fun. would be fun. We, do, we, have, we have Fabian. Fabian's the economist. <laughs> <laughs> what else, what else did we not see? Uh, well, this is more just being a part of certain stuff in the industry that maybe not every agent gets to experience but some of these institutional buyers that are buy and hold investors i didn't see them just completely dipping out of the game and freezing some and several of them for months some of them still right now i did not see that coming i mean maybe a slowdown or a little more conservative on their offer sure they're a lot more conservative on their offer so i didn't see that and you know that that's always um not fun, but you know we'll get we'll get through it, and they'll get through. Work out. Is it in twenty twenty one? They uh, like thirty percent of all transactions investors, right? Correct. Yeah, it was right. obnoxiously so, high. And then I'm sure part of twenty twenty two there was a like was a little, like the first four or five months it was still super hot and strong. heavy. I wonder yes. what it comes out to by the end of the year if it's like five percent. I think I think we're gonna settle on the in the tens or teens. Tens or teens. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what will it be next year? I think, I think, I think they're going to start buying again the next the half, the second, second half, half of the year. I could see second half. Okay, so is that a prediction? That's my prediction. Institutional okay. activity will pick up in second half of twenty twenty three. Second half, yes, I think I think that's going to be the case. I think we're going to see the um, interest rates tick down even more. Um, inflation 
really get a hold of or really get a handle chill of things, out. chill out, and start start to come down. It's it's not going to come down like it's not going to drop like it no. like it did when it went up, but um, yeah, I think, I think they'll start Balance to out. they'll start to pick up. Yep. Hey, I well, before before we go into other predictions, I have one other thought in this too because it, this is part of the anomaly to me that actually I don't want to say has me concerned, but kind of has me concerned. So a lot of them were so hot and heavy because rents were on the up and they were projected across the nation for a lot of investors to compound at 10% essentially, right? And when you look at it, a lot of the rent rents, I mean, I realize that it's not, the demand isn't quite there, but I mean, you like you really haven't seen rents drop that much. Um, so I'm curious, you know, like what, why are they? Like there's still a housing shortage. There's still a lot of um, demand. There's certainly not like, vacant rentals all over the place, why have they laid off the throttle? And I realize that, you know, some of their formulas, affordability, uh, the inflation factor, all those types of things that, that they're paying attention to, but most of them are buying the houses based on cap rates, right? Or rate, of, or rate of return on the investment of the property, not appreciation. Well, what's happening in multifamily? Is there an influx of new multifamily? Because you drive around the Phoenix market uh, and, you know, places like Gilbert and all you see are apartment complexes under construction, brand new, now leasing. And so I'm wondering if the shift has been to multifamily. Have you looked at those numbers? I haven't. So So that's that's a good that's good insight. That could that could be the the reason. I mean, I think rents have come down a little. And there are more vacancies. I was just reading that there are more vacancies. I know that there's more vacancies, but and not know, like an and not a crazy number is what I was saying. No, it's still extremely yeah. low. I mean, I, I can't recall the number, but it was super low. But what I'm thinking is there's more multifamilies, so there's more options out there in the marketplace. And then also what, I, what I'm also reading is that the institutional buyers are really being squeezed by exportionately more, for instance, like, Property taxes uh, have went up across uh, the board, across markets. Very valid. And so there's a lot of costs that they're now incurring that they weren't. That they're going to have to put in their purchasing formula. Mm. Not only that, Good but thought. it's, it's Good fac- factoring into their portfolio performance as well. Okay. So I don't know, but I think we should research multifamily and, and get, get some clarity on what's happening with with housing as far as that's concerned too. That, that really is a good thought because obviously those are massive projects, right? Those are 10 million, 20 million, $50 million projects, you know, when when those go up and there's a ton of research inside that. And I wonder if they are looking at like, hey, that's going to be competition in a certain amount of time. I'm going to lay off the throttle because people will go pay two grand for a brand new apartment versus two grand for my uh, 1,500 square foot house that's 20 years old or 10 years old, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah interesting. <laughs> All right, All right. whose who's prediction is up? So, okay, I have a prediction because it's all over right now. And I think that in 2023, we are going to see AI being used uh, in mass like by it. small business. So if you haven't played around with ChatGPT yet, you got to. It's really cool. I went in there today and I asked it to write a listing description for a three-bedroom, two-bath home with a lot of upgrades. And it gave me this massive description about natural light and open floor plan. It's awesome. I know. It was really cool. So what I think is you're going to see more small businesses, especially more real estate agents, using AI in their marketing. I mean, Jasper's been around for a while. I know a lot of us have played around with that. (laughs) But you're going to see that. And I know that this lens at AI just kind of blew up Instagram. I haven't seen, I have not seen something take over Instagram that quickly, like the lens that AI did. 
I mean, it's insane. Everybody it made was... everyone look like like superstars. I know. You know? And like, I know. Had, it was, and you like, had to pay and for it. Let me draw. I don't let me draw like you. It let was, me draw you as a I, I went in there and like I uploaded. Did you do yours, Fabian? No, pay eleven dollars. Yeah, I went in there and uploaded my photos, and then it's like pay eleven ninety nine. I'm all screw this. Yeah, I know. I don't need to see this for twelve bucks. Especially in the real estate community. I'm sorry, y'all. I love you. I'm I'm one of you. But that real realtors went nuts with that, and they like it was almost like they went back to like those those Photoshop photos, right? The the agents that's got the twenty year photo. What's it called? Now it's gonna be the AI photo. The um. Glamour shot. Yeah, yeah the, the glamour, glamour shots. shots. There we go. That's what I was looking for. AI shots. I know. Uh, realtors realtors won't update their headshot for 20 years, oh, but, but they'll go spend 12 bucks to have Lens at AI make come them an artificial y'all. photo. <laughs> come on. So interesting. That's my, that's, I think AI is definitely going to be a driver in 2023. Hold on real quick. Though. I love that thought. That it, for the reason why is, is like copy is becoming more and more important, right? Like, you know, like, uh, meaning ad copy, copy, uh, what you write around the description of your property, uh, copy on a website, copy on an ad, copy in a email campaign, all those types of things. So the use case scenarios for this to communicate your value proposition very clearly, I, I value. That's all I'm going to say. But mad value. Are we just going to get a bunch of like all the the same it's all going to be the same. At what point? You're like, oh, yeah, this person used the same AI as this because it's, <laughs> it's like literally the same. <laughs> that's such a, that's a really good point, Jay. I mean, because, you, I mean, you said yep. a three-bedroom, two-bath with a lot of upgrades. What if it was a three-bedroom, two-bath basement, a lot of upgrades? It didn't have natural light or... Yeah, it's going to spin right. it in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. All right, what's your, uh, what's your, your yours, Keith? I kind of have... One's going to be... I, a little selfish because you know <laughs> I want it. I I'm going to do everything in my power to make it happen. So how about that? Ooh. I'm going to manifest it. <clears throat> but for one, I'm in agreement with with you, Jay. I think the when you said the second half of the year, I think it. I don't know if you mean like literally six months. I think that the these buy and hold institutional buyers are going to figure out and be more confident where the market's headed. And go, hey, there's not quite as much uncertainty in this roller coaster ride that we've been on. That let's, you know, figure out how to get back in the game strong. It's going to look different. You know, I don't think they're going to buy properties um, at the prices that they were buying at, meaning, you know, literally above what they're worth. But I think their offers are going to be better. They're going to be more competitive. People aren't going to want to have their house set on the market for months. And I think we're going to see them come back into the game very big, very heavy, starting the very beginning of the second quarter. So I think the the first, you know, 90 days of 2023, they're going to get things figured out. And then all of a sudden they're going to come back in really strong. Then my other one is, is uh, the cash plus acceptance from where we're currently at now, I think is going to 10x by between starting in the beginning of 2023 and we can say that was a, a a true result by the um by the end of the year well hell yeah i'm on board with that one i love because that prediction that's the the, 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 the <laughs> Let's our, do it. Our, our internal trend that's already happening yes and as agents as more members join the zudelio club and get more familiar with it and see how truly powerful that is all the benefits um it's just going to continue to keep taking off yeah 
And now a quick commercial brought to you by Zudilio. <laughs> the Cash Offer Plus gives you all the certainty and convenience and still ensures you never leave money on the table. Now back. To our, to our regular programming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I actually have a few uh, predictions in my head as, as, as we're thinking about this, but I think I'm going to go uh, with this one. Redfin, Zillow, and Open Door will all save their models by pushing traditional real estate practices. They will push their way back into profitability because they are all fantastic lead magnets. You will see them grow their agent base. You will see them grow traditional transactions, buyer's agents, listing agents, and just regular traditional practices, but still all led with the cash offer hook to acquire those clients and the hook of the other value propositions that they bring to buyers to capture those leads. Not realtor.com. <laughs> I think realtor.com is not really in that. That's next. my next prediction. In 2023, realtor.com <clears throat> teams up with a, the company Trade and Holdings to yep. put the cash plus offer all across the country at a much higher level. Boom. Love it. Oh, I like that. I have, I have one other one too. I think that's 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 definitely a little bold and kind of shake it up a little bit. I I believe the the realtor population will drop by ten percent. That's it. I think that's what, that's it. I, that, that's that's massive. What are you talking about? One point six million. We're, I'm talking about losing one hundred and sixty thousand agents. I think it'll. I think it, yeah. I think it's going to go down more. In fact, I talked about that yesterday on my coaching call. I think that the realtor population is going to dramatically decrease because this, I think it'll be a two three year spin that we go that massive. I'm saying one year we're going to lose ten no, percent. No. no, no, it's going to be faster. Okay. I think it's going to be okay. faster. Here's why: the seasonally adjusted average or the seasonally adjusted prediction for home sales next year is about four point one million. Four uh, one, it fell to now. I mean, I thought yeah. it was four, yeah, four and a quarter, four, four five. So that was that's for this year. That's mm-hmm. what we're tracking. And yes. and Lawrence um, Yun came out and said that he believes that there's going to be a seven percent decrease. So it's going to be about four point one million transactions. So at four point one million transactions with one point six million realtors, that's only that's... two and a half transactions per realtor. So I think we're going to see realtor count go down even lower. Two. I don't know one four. Oof. I like it. I mean, I don't like it. Is, is that bad to say? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. I think there are too many. There yeah, are too like many. It. And it, yeah. it it really, I think that the cream's going to rise to the top. Oh. Yeah. I, it, well, we might as well just clarify that. Always we're, we're, we're agents ourselves. It's not hating on anybody. We're yep. in an industry that we need to take our game to the next level. And when there's so many people that have that type of licenses and they don't practice full-time, they don't truly comprehend fiduciary and uh, giving that service at the highest level possible. That's where sometimes these home sellers are putting us one step above or sometimes one step below a car salesman. I know. It's and we got to get that shit out of our industry. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, they got to run their business as a business and they got to be able to uh, just really kind of serve their clients at a much bigger and a better capacity. The, the consumer has demanded a better product in the agent, right? Like be a market expert. Um, parting thought, I was actually just listening to a podcast, well, not an old, uh, a podcast, uh, a thought leadership, Earl Nightingale, one of the godfathers of, of you know, thought leadership space. 
And he said, how do you create security in an unsecure time? Be an expert. It really resonated with me. So uncertainty is not your enemy it is your opportunity mm, yep so we are definitely in uncertain times but you could do things in these times to really position yourself as the expert and i believe get an unfair share hell yeah go out and get your unfair share all right so let's do some predictions on stocks here like <laughs> oh jay's got one more prediction i'm trying to wrap up the show know, here and jay's jay, like jesus like okay, hold wait, on stocks. hold on i got one more no, okay. no, this is good. All right, hit this us, is so Zillow is at $36 right now. Okay. What do you, what do you predict Zillow is going to be at Ooh, at the like end, this game. end of 2023? Uh, I'm going to go with 52. And say, I think up. 52? Okay. What do you think, Keith? I don't want to keep an eye on that that often. <clears throat> sure. That sounds good. Somewhere 52. between 50 to 65. <laughs> Big spread? <laughs> I don't think they're going to go up to the 50s. I could see, uh, I, my my thought is. Uh, but you just said you I, think that they're going to use their lead magnets. I know. I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be great. <laughs> but you don't think they're going to no, go up? I don't think they're going to go up that much. I, th I think the I think real estate tech stocks are going to be looked at a very scrutinous eye this, this entire year until it all filters out. Um, my prediction for them is they will go up, but it's going to be somewhere between. The the forty five ish, forty five ish. Okay, Redfin's at five dollars. What do you think Redfin's gonna be at? Fourteen. Fourteen. I don't even know what. The, I don't keep it, up with them at all. Shoot at it. Ten. Ten. Wow, I'll go somewhere in the middle on that one. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, I think Redfin's gonna be about twenty five. I think Zillow's gonna be about sixty five. Open Door's a dollar forty four. What do you think Open Door's gonna be at? Damn, that's hard to I believe think, that they're at a dollar forty four. I think by by the end of the year they're gonna have. They're going to recover. I've said that in the last one. I th Keith likes this one. He's watching this one. I think it'll go up 10x. So 10x? You th so, so you think, you think, it's think like about like 13? So that would be $14. Yeah. I, I think I think if, if people, yeah. I, I think, I'm with you on I, that I one. I think we'll see a 14. Okay. I think they're going to get back north of 10. North of 10? Well, I'm looking at their, their gross margin of the properties that they're uh -huh. acquiring now, and they're doing very well. And so I think it's going to take a quarter or two to prove that they're back on track. I think that the new, CF, the new CEO, Carrie Wheeler, is going to make some drastic cuts in uh. the organization. She's going to get real lean. They're going to focus on profitability. So I'm going to go with 17. Wow. Bold. 17. Okay, I'm going to go with $8. So, oh, Offerpad, sixty-seven cents. Where do you think Offerpad's going? Oh my gosh, Offerpad's going to be delisted. Yep, they may be taken private, and <clears throat> they're going to do well, but they won't publicly report numbers any longer. Okay, what do you think, Keith? Wow, uh, I mean, I know that their their numbers are pretty good, so I think they'll as try a to company, they'll, yeah. maybe they'll. I'll, I'll say they'll try to hang on as long as possible. And maybe they'll they'll stay around where they're at, or maybe get a ten or twenty cent increase. Okay, I'm with Kayla. <laughs> Delisted, it's acquired merger <laughs> of some sort. Um, I think that they're going to perform okay as a, a, as a company, but I think the uh, Wall Street uh, you know investors' confidence lacks. I think it's karma for making frivolous lawsuits against small <laughs> companies. That's what I think it is. <laughs> I think it's the sweater vest. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think they're the going to... The Bill Gates vest? <laughs> I think they're going to be at like four bucks, but I think they are going to do a reverse split and to, to not be delisted. Um, EXP, 
twelve dollars. I think EXP is going to be. Ooh, I like it. Well, there's a lot of big players in the game pushing, so I think they're going to go up. I, do I don't, too. I don't, I don't know how much. Let's just say somewhere between two to four, two to five bucks. Two to five bucks. Yeah. So, so like fourteen to seventeen. Okay. I think that I need more information. What I'd yeah. want to know is of the agent population at EXP, there's 70,000, right? So I, take, yeah. I'd like to know how many of those agents have been in the business for three years or less, because if it's a large percentage of their population, their agent population, then I actually don't think they're going to do very well this oh, year. I'm going to drop out. <laughs> That's really good insight, actually. Yeah. Really good thought. It almost shifts my thinking a bit. But and here's my original thought. Um, Compass... I think is gonna compass have, is next, so you got. Well, I think okay. I think com, I think compass is gonna go kaput, and I think that um, those some of those agents so bankrupt. Kaput means bankrupt. Yeah, right? I think I think that <laughs> I, I think that um, so they're gonna they're gonna. I don't want to say bought or or yeah. I could absolutely see a bankrupt. They have. About I think that there's three... gonna be a mass exodus of at at Compass, and I think EXP is going to absolutely relish in that opportunity no and, way. Acqu- and acquire uh-uh. some of those some of those no, agents. No way. Hey, that's my prediction. EXP and Compass could not be different brands. And like I There agree. could I, not I, be different models in the real estate space. I'm telling you, the Compass agent is not going to jump to EXP. I think that, they, that Compass is not the, for their agents. That is that, not, but it's not the same agent. The Compass agent is the agent no. that's all about the brand, the service, the swagger. The Which, EXP agent is all about the downline, the multiple revenue streams. The you know they're an entrepreneur, right? A lot of a lot of the EXPs come from the whether and or even real. I could see real emerging and 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 definitely making a bigger splash, and that's because of the KW thought process of. Run your business as a business, you know, be an entrepreneur, et cetera, right? EXP is definitely relished from that opportunity. And so that's where I'm going at with so, from the Compass standpoint to be able to absorb some of that. So, where do you think EXP? So, you, you think Compass is going bankrupt and EXP is going from $12 to what? I can see them actually going, uh, I think they're going to, I think they might even hit uh, 90,000 agents. And I'm if they do their- that, 20, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Okay. Um, I think I, I, EXP is kind of a weird one for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, let's hear it though, because you're good at this. Well, because they give a lot, of, they give a lot of their, you know, people yep, stock. stock options. So yep. you never know what the what the stock's actually doing. But um, I think I think it'll be up. I think it'll be toward, more towards like the twenty. Um, I think Compass will be bought. Yeah, go private. Um, and then we got anywhere, anywhere, anywhere real estate. Anywhere's doing great. The eight dollars right now. Do you think it's gonna be? They're profitable. Like they're the only ones. They're profitable. Like I'm quarter not familiar over with quarter. Them. I, I, I'm not yeah, familiar I'm with not them. Me neither. Like I, I don't even feel like I could. I just throw out a random number. It doesn't even mean anything. Yeah, I don't have. An, I don't have enough yeah. data. Anywhere's Century Twenty One, Coldwell Banker. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Realogy. <laughs> Realogy. It's they rebranded. Yeah, anywhere is Realogy. Okay. Ellie and I are okay. in the dark over here. <laughs> <All right. Realogy. laughs> We've never you heard. Say, you say Realogy, then Not that, okay, now, now, now I resonate. Um, those those legacy brands seem to be, uh, you know, again, I think that the whole work mantra is actually going to come back into play. Like, oh, shit, things just don't fall, and we actually have to understand price reductions, understand listing presentations, buyer consoles, and 
running my business as a business, I think that the, you're going to see some of that. And some of those legacy brands that preach that type of stuff is actually going to emerge. And, and um, uh, so they're at eight bucks. I think they're going to go in the right direction. Uh, I could see, I mean, shoot, if they get to 12, that's 50% up in value. So that would be a pretty dramatic shift. So that's what I would go with. Well, all right. Sounds good to me. Um, I think <laughs> I think it'd be like 15. I think okay. majority say it. I agree with Elliot that the legacy brands are going to be, uh, you know, necessary in this yep. market, but I don't think that they're going to perform well in the market because I don't think they're sexy anymore. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. going to go with 10. <laughs> 10. All right. All right, cool. Well, right, we'll, s- we'll, see what, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We, as always, we appreciate the opportunity to to be here with you. Please remember to like, subscribe, and if you get value out of this, please make sure you share this and uh, give us a review because it kind of helps us circulate the the goodwill in the community. As always, again, thank you so much for tuning in. See ya. See ya.